0: Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Team Podcast. Ashley here. I have a quick tip for you guys. Um, it's a lot more lighthearted. And you know what? I'm being real here. I'm starting to show a lot more of my humor. Um, I have a little bit of dark humor and a little, and I have a very deep, sensitive emotional side as well. If you didn't check out last week's podcast where I talk about why Latinas are. Um, honestly, enraged over the whole clean girl aesthetic, spa water, Haley Bieber lip combo situation on TikTok. Um, I really went, I dug deep and explained what's going on on TikTok and why. During of all times, during Hispanic Heritage Month, we have so much controversy around these trends that we're seeing a lot of Anglo influencers kind of renaming. Um, adapting and renaming a lot of things that are very ma- major staples in the Latin cultures. So, if you um, are just interested and you've maybe heard a little buzz about it, or maybe you haven't, and you're just like, What is all this? What is she talking about? I didn't know that there was controversy, and you're into that kind of stuff. Go ahead and check out um, my last week's episode, a little bit of a hot take, if you will, because I explained from a Latina's perspective why it's such a big deal. And also most importantly, because you know me, I'm all about solutions. I'm not about just complaining, whining. Um, I'm all about creating solutions, um, opportunities for everybody to learn and grow. So at the end of that episode, after I explain, you know, the whole controversy that's going on, I also describe what I believe to be the best opportunity, uh, for all of us to grow and, um, my solution and the way I'm going about, um, all of this. So, just wanted to kind of preview that and give this quick tip for you guys. So I had an experience recently, as the title states, I learned a lesson in the fitting room at Target, nonetheless. Um, last week, um, my husband and I were going to go visit a friend, but on our way to our friend's house, I dropped a barbecue sauce all over my pants. Sorry, my alarm just went off, but... Yeah, I dropped barbecue sauce, and I was like, "Oh my god, I am not going over to our friend's house with this big old barbecue stain." But their house was like on the way, um, like it's we would be way out of our way to go home and change. And I was like, you know what? I've put on a little bit of weight since the car accident. Um, I I need some new jeans, anyways. You know, I've over I've been over here riding the struggle bus, trying to you know stay inside my twelve size twelve jeans that I've been wearing for the last um couple years. And so let me go get let me go and bite the bullet and go get me some size 14s. So um I just asked him to take me to Target. It was, you know, on the way and, you know, Target's not pretty affordable. So I get there, I grab a couple 14s and um I grab a a, a couple of pairs of 12s too just cuz, you know, these were Levi's. So I thought maybe I'll fit in them because they're Levi's. They're a little bit more forgiving. They're higher waisted and all this stuff. So I thought, let me try that out. Um, I got a bunch of jeans and then I went to the fitting rooms and this is where the lesson happens. And I'm going to tell you why the hell you guys care and how on earth this relates back to everyone listening. Um, so I first of course started with the, size 14 jeans. And as I presumed they fit like a glove, they look so good. They were really flattering. I loved how they looked, but I'm not going to lie. There was a quite a bit of wiggle room. Like they weren't snug. They were just a little bit loose, which I kind of, I'm really digging the kind of loose look right now. Kind of like boyfriend style jeans. Um, so even though I liked how they looked and I had already kind of made up my mind, I was buying them. I decided to si- to try into the size 12s anyways. I was like, let's just try them out. Um if they don't fit, whatever, I already have the 14s right here, right? Well, I try them on and okay, they go on, right? Then they don't look bad. Some people's definition of, you know, um fashion may say oh my god they fit you perfectly they look amazing right but i'm not gonna lie i was kind of sucking it in they were a little bit uncomfortable but they fit like they actually go on they zipped all the way i mean the buttons weren't popping into seams or anything they fit um like i could put them on and i did like a couple little like squats and a couple lunges to see like okay can i like am i gonna rip my pants if i wear these and in all honesty I totally could have walked away with those. But again, I'd be in the same situation as I was with um, my previous, the other pants that weren't really fitting very well since I've gained some weight. So I really stood there for a minute and was like, which ones should I get? My mind, my ego tells me I want the 12s because I want to think that I'm skinnier than I am. But man, let me try the 14s on one more time. So I did. I tried them back on and oh, I was just so much more comfortable. Um, I know that because they're denim, they're gonna stretch a little and they're gonna be a little bit looser. But I loved the way they looked. I I looked better in the 14s. My mind was telling me that the 12s were better because I'm then I'm skinnier, but my actual body looked better in the size 14s and I, I just had this epiphany. I remember when, um, I remember a long time ago, I don't even know, it must've been like 10 years ago. I saw this post on Instagram or Facebook. You know, people were always sh- sharing like memes. And someone said, just because, like they were making fun of girls who wear clothes that were too tight. That was the whole premise. So it like fit perfectly perfectly with this uh, situation. The joke or whatever said, um, just because, you can put them on doesn't mean they fit. And it showed like a bunch of girls, like a montage of like females wearing jeans that were way too tight. And the point was that they weren't flattering. Yeah, you can button them up and all, but that doesn't mean they're flattering. And so, you know, typically speaking, when you're buying clothes for yourself, you should be fitting in the clothes. And actually I heard someone recently say the clothes should fit you you shouldn't be trying to fit the clothes. Uh, because a lot of times we're trying to get into these teeny tiny sizes that really aren't our size. But again, you can put them on, but that's not how they were designed to look on your body. And so someone on TikTok, I forget, I think it was Julie. Um, the one with the, they used to have blue hair and with the blue eyes. Um, she said that she said the clothes should fit you. You shouldn't fit the clothes. And I kind of made my own spin off and I thought kind of mixed between those two phrases. I thought, just because this is my epiphany guys. Okay. Just because it fits doesn't mean that it's your size. And like, I thought, Oh my God, I'm a genius. Like I should like coin that. I should write that down because it means it's like, so like layered. It's so, there's so much duality in that phrase just because it fits doesn't mean it's your size. And that was kind of what I told myself like, okay, Ashley, yes, you can put the 12s on. Yes. But that doesn't mean you should be wearing them. And, and I know somebody out there who's a plus size girl like me, I'm over 200 pounds. Like someone out there is going to be like, Ashley, you're fat shaming. That is not what I'm saying. I have been almost 300 pounds before, so I am not going to fat shame. I mean, every female in my family has giant unproportionate butts. Okay. It runs in my family, giant butts. A lot of my family even has giant, they're very top heavy as well. They're busty women. There's not very many skinny girls in my family. Even if they have small waist, they don't have small anything else. Okay. So I'm not shaming. I'm not saying that if you, if you are at my size, my height, my weight, but you like the way the size 12 looks on you, then by all means you wear that size. Like I'm not here saying that nobody who looks like me should wear a size 12. That's by far, that's for so far from the truth. What I'm saying is that if it didn't make that size 12, didn't make me feel good and make me feel comfortable. And I was only doing it for the numbers that were on the tag. That is so unhealthy. Like we need to stop defining ourselves by numbers. This means on the scale, on the pant size and ding, ding, ding. Here's how it relates to you on the follower count just because or and and in your wallet like we need to stop defining ourselves by a number that we want to fit into again this could be pant sizes that could be followers some of us are so obsessed with getting more and more followers that we forget why we are e- why we even want followers there are studies that show and it's you know it's it's proven that a higher following count can contribute to Larger income, but it's not like a it's not a causation. There's no definitive like, for sure, uh, proof that if you have a lot of followers, you make a lot of money. It's just that there is evidence that shows that you can you have more access because you have a larger audience. However, you need to know how to leverage that. We've talked about that a million times here, so I'm not here to give you a marketing lecture. This is more so for your like mental health and the relationships that you have, AKA with social media, with money, with friends and family and colleagues, just because the numbers are desirable associated with whatever it is that you're looking to accomplish does not mean that it's for you. Another mistake that people make with numbers, and I've been guilty of this myself, is tying a number to, like, my success. Like, I have friends who make hundreds of thousands of dollars a month, and then I have friends who make five figures a month. And there's no guarantee that the friend with the larger income is happier. I've met people who are sad, miserable, lonely individuals who spend bulk of their time looking for ways to exploit people and manipulate people into gaining more income. And they're miserable. And then I have friends who are making five figures a month that are so happy, you know, bringing in $10,000, 12000 a month between them and their spouse. They're no, by no means wealthy, uh, in a capitalist way, but they are so rich with, um, time and, and quality time and love. And like, there's so much more. And I found myself at a certain point trying to associate myself with larger bank accounts. People with larger big accounts and larger follower count thinking that, you know what they say, like birds of a feather flock together, right? Or show me your friends and I'll show you who you are in five years, that kind of thing. So I thought, well, if I surround myself with people who have a lot of followers and a lot of money, then, you know, I'll learn the ways of doing the same thing and I'll accomplish the same thing, something to that effect. Like I genuinely believed that. But It only works if you are genuinely like those people or actually want to be like those people. So just because you do a giveaway or a live with someone that has tons of followers, that does not guarantee that you will gain one single follower from that collaboration, um, They, their following or their customer basis or database could potentially be completely vastly different from the type of community that you have built, no matter how small it is. If you only have 10 regular clients and you've got 200 followers, let's say, that might not be a huge following, but those 200 people might be, you know, really, really connected to you and waiting for the day that they can book or those 10 clients that you have right now this week might be telling 10 of their friends each um this month about how much they need to you they you know their friends need to book with you and this christmas you might be fully booked even though right now the first week of october you only have 10 regular clients every every week which means 20 clients in total you know in december your life could be changed by those very 10 people a week that you're seeing so just kind of keep that in mind like you're so much better off connecting with people who actually are aligned with you and in order to grow a business that you love, as opposed to just growing a business that fits the numbers that you wanted for it. You know, I've heard of journaling. There's this girl that I um, used to be really close with who was big on journaling and would always talk about how, you know, I wrote down these numbers and that in December I would be making this much. And that in 2021 I'd be making this much. And here I am, I'm making those numbers. But the problem is fast forward now to, to a year and a half, two years post all of those huge goals that she uh what is it called manifested she is now working a regular job making you know minimum wage and um no longer has that lucrative business with those lucrative numbers because she was just put, trying to fit into the numbers that she desired and she wasn't really collaborating with and working with people who actually connect with her on a deeper on a deeper level so just remember again like just because it fits doesn't mean that it's your size. Just because you you can make friends with these people who make so much money or who have so many followers or whatever, just because you can doesn't mean that you should. It's the same thing. Just because they hit you up and said, hey, we'd love to take you out to dinner because X, Y, or Z, you're really nice. And you think to yourself, oh my God, these rich people want to take me out to dinner. Like I should do it. I should, you know, just because they offered... And it sounds like a good deal doesn't mean that it is now no harm or no foul in trying it out and, you know, venturing and seeing like, hey, is this a good fit for me? But the moment you recognize that, oh, this is not comfortable again, like those jeans that I had tried on. Right. Like the moment you realize that they're a little uncomfortable. You take them off, even if you bought them already. If I would have bought those twelve size twelve jeans and gone home and been like, you know what, these look good, whatever, I'm just gonna take them home. And I got home, I would have worn them to my friend's house, right, and came home and been like, oh my god, I can't wait to pop these off. I popped the buttons off, whatever, and like, I'm so much, I'm so relieved. And if I have that feeling when I get home after wearing those jeans, I will gladly, you guys, I don't care if they costed me eighty dollars, like. I will never wear them again. I'll try to give them to my daughter or I'll give them to a friend or I'll donate them. Excuse me, but I will not force myself to continue. And that's the mistake that we keep making. We keep trying to do giveaways with people. We keep trying to um, associate ourselves with these TikTok famous people or whoever that really have no interest in being like us. And we have nothing really in common other than we're all trying to be successful. So, That was the lesson that I thought of um, when I was trying things on in the fitting room at Target. Um, And this is no way, shape, or form me trying to tell you guys like um, people with followers are bad or rich people are bad. That's not what I mean. I just mean that don't let those numbers alone define the situation, define your decisions if it's going to make you uncomfortable. Like stop ignoring the red flags unless, like I said, you want that, you know, experience. If you like skin tight jeans, if you like hanging out with people, um, that aren't aligned with you so you could learn from them, or, or I don't know, like if there's a purpose behind it, but don't do it thinking that you're going to yield different results just because you wear the size 12 jeans, you know, um, 20 times doesn't mean they're ever going to fit like a size 14. Okay. You have to understand that if, if it's uncomfortable from the beginning, it's going to be uncomfortable forever. It might even get more uncomfortable. And I'm just trying to save you guys from that. So hopefully you took something from this uh, quick tip. And um, if there's something that feels uncomfortable in your life right now, you can let it go. I promise. It doesn't matter how much they've done for you. It doesn't matter how many times they treated you to Starbucks. It doesn't matter how many followers you got from doing collabs with them. It doesn't matter the promises that you made to other people saying that you were going to you know, uh, do a giveaway with them. If you realize halfway through the giveaway that, oh, this person is just scamming people, you can back out of the giveaway, guys. You can do your own giveaway and say, hey, you know what? The giveaway that I was trying to do last month didn't work out or whatever the situation is. Like you can always pull away. you They are not in charge of you as long as they don't have a contract <laughs> with you uh, and you don't have a, your John Hancock signature on a dotted line saying that you would do a giveaway with them or whatever. You are not tied to that person or the or that whatever that brand, if it's a brand deal that they wanted to work with you, and you agreed verbally, but you maybe you never got around to the contract because by the time you know you were gonna do those uh shout outs or make that those content for their, for their page um it just started getting really weird and demanding and and disrespectful and all kinds of stuff like that, just shady in general. If you notice that from a brand that you're gonna work with, it is not too late to back out do not buy the jeans that don't fit. Do not stay in the relationship or in the partnership or whatever in the collaboration if it doesn't feel right. So yeah, that's my quick tip. I hope you got value from that and I will see you guys next week. It would mean the world to me if you um, took some time to not only share this to your social platforms, if you got something great from it, but also make sure to follow, to subscribe to my channel so that you're notified every single time. Um, And If you would, and you had it in your heart, if you could please, please, please leave a review um, describing what value you got from this and maybe even give me some feedback on what type of um, episode you would like to see in the future. I would love, love, love that. It helped me so much to know what my audience wants and needs. Again, thank you so much for tuning into Licious.